Battlewine Podcast, back from SHOT Show 2022. As always on this show, we interview some of the biggest names in special operations and just the community at large, which can sometimes mean people in that community who support members of special operations or sometimes just friends of ours. And uh, much like we usually do at SHOT Show, I got to speak with those types of people. However, in person, it's been a crazy few years where There hasn't been a whole lot in person, and I spoke with all different people, um, from Chris Kale of Five Finger Death Punch to retired Navy SEAL, which, as you'll hear, he wanted me to uh, reiterate, (laughs) Andy Stumpf, who we've heard on Joe Rogan podcast before. But yeah, Chris and I had a blast. I was there longer than Chris, but yeah, I I also got to enjoy some cool Vegas stuff. I saw Chris Angel's show with uh, Dylan, who does a lot for us here on the podcast. Very, very enjoyable. I I would check it out if you're ever in Vegas. Uh, But before we get to this SHOT Show 2022 episode, I got to talk about... Actually, you know what? Before I talk about any sponsor, I'm going to tell you this. Go to the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation Instagram. And why do I say this? Because you'll see the great work that they're doing, giving scholarships to family members of special operations veterans and special operations veterans themselves. And that's what Glenn Doherty was all about. And that's why when Sean Lake founded Bub's Naturals, he wanted to keep that mission alive, just doing good in the community. That's what they're all about. And that's why they put out great, great products, not junk supplements, stuff that you're really going to see an improvement with if you're an athlete or if you're someone looking to improve on joint health, bone health, hair, skin, and nails, as we always say. And the thing with collagen protein that I really can't reiterate enough is the fact that if you're taking, let's say, a whey protein, it's it could be good for you, but you're getting all of that from food as well. You're even getting, like, if you have a lean steak, you're getting creatine, you're getting your protein, but you're not really getting collagen protein from any of the foods that you're probably ingesting. And that's why you really need to supplement with a collagen protein. It really is a necessity, and there's so much on the market, so it's hard to really navigate what you want to look for, and the big difference between Bub's Naturals, their their protein powder in particular, their collagen, is that it's not a blend of all different ingredients. You're just getting single-sourced, grass-fed cowhide. That's it. That's what's in there. And of course, their great MCT oil powder, their fountain of youth formula, which is going to give you a lot of the micronutrients you need every day. So go to bubsnaturals.com, use the promo code BATTLELINE, and you're going to get 20% off. And with every single order, you're also helping to support the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. So it's a win-win, bubsnaturals.com, promo code BATTLELINE. Also, back on board this episode is one of my favorite sponsors, and that is Hero Soap Company. It is something I use every single day. No chemicals, dyes, or fragrances. No parabens that are found in common soaps that are actually linked to breast cancer and reproductive complications in men. And they have several scents right now in their body wash that you can get uh, if you want to do that in addition or uh, substitute that for the hard soap. They're all great, but the body wash... You got lavender, the pines, the meadow, and the arctic. They all include natural ingredients your skin craves to stay hydrated, like olive oil, essential oils, and aloe vera. They're veteran-owned, and they have uh, new packaging, 
which I've seen on their Instagram. I haven't actually seen it in person because I'm still going through my Freedom Bundle. I have a few of those left. Uh, they like to push the subscription because it helps to also give that to guys overseas who um, th that's part of their mission, basically guys who are overseas and uh, stationed in other parts of the world who are in the military and, and Lucas himself is, is a military veteran. So it's hard sometimes for guys to get that stuff on base. So that's part of their mission. But the point is, I actually really like the Freedom Bundle and I ordered that regularly because I get to try all the different scents. And I mean, I've used them all at this point, but I really can't choose just one. I love them all. So that's just, that's what I personally do. But for all subscription purchases, once again, they match that amount of soap and send it overseas to a deployed location. And they also help veteran charities like Chris Peranto's founded 14th Hour Foundation. Now, the subscription is shipped straight to your door every month. So no worry of running out. Dudes always run out of their products before buying more. And there's no contract. You can cancel at any time. Or you can just go to the site and order individually like that Freedom Bundle if you want to check it all out. Let Freedom Clean HeroSoapCompany.com. Use the offer code BATTLELINE for 15% off. And you can combine that with 10% off on the subscription. We love what they do. Great sponsor. And with that, let's get right into everything. From Omaha, Nebraska to New York City, from planet Earth to extraterrestrial life in space, a podcast with no equal, engaged in unconventional warfare through your speakers and headphones. This is a show about embracing the suck, conquering your demons, and finding God in the face of adversity. Chris Tonto Peranto. Switch is on. Motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Ian Scotto. You know, Ian and I have been dating for a long time. <laughs> You are now tuned into the Battle Line Podcast. The switch is on. All right, let's <laughs> let's intro this show. You want to tell them what's going on? You know, I, I this is Chris. Oh, yeah, I'm breaking wow. my voice. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not editing this <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to throw you under the yeah, bus. I, I've been talking at SHOT Show, and I'm losing my voice. And, and my man Ian, that's 27, is 27. pulling. He's, I'm, I'm being facetious. He's pulling this old man out. I know Dylan's 20. <laughs> Dylan's 27. I know he is. Younger, but he, yeah. He's pulling this old man out of the room to, to, to we got to do a little podcast stuff. We're out at SHOT Show, guys, and... Um, and uh, yeah, good time. I'm going home tomorrow. Ian's staying another day, and Ian's going out into the night world. He's going out to the black and tan party because he's. An, I guess. I guess you're an honorary ranger now. Is that what it is? Or, or Max is? And Max has got your back, so I don't think he had much to worry about with with yeah, that. I, I don't know, Max Mullen, because I just said to him, I'm like, am I allowed to go to this? Like, I'm not an army ranger, and he was like, oh yeah, come out. So he gave me the info, and yeah. I'm gonna come out. Um, but people are probably wondering because. 
as I said to you, it's like a different experience for me than you, to be fair, because you're out there with maximum defense. But, like, just for the audience, what's your perspective of this whole SHOT Show this year, this whole vibe? Because we, we took a whole year off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the vibe actually is, to me, is honestly better just because there are less people here. And I know the distributors and the gun makers don't like it that way. But it, it is. There's less clutter, less just pandemonium. And, you know, on a business side, you, you want the pandemonium. You want people just looking at your stuff. You want tons of people looking at your stuff so you get the sales. As somebody out there that actually meets with the general public, it's nice that I can take more time with an individual. So I'm not feeling like an assembly line trying to talk to people. So I think this show, it was more personal. I got to actually, and, and you came to the booth a little, but I got to spend more time with people and actually just talk to them. I know I do already, but because there wasn't a massive line or just a, just an influx of people waiting and I do feel guilty that people wait to talk to me I really do I still find it shocking I still still has not gotten used to that this show wasn't like that it was like it was consistent but it wasn't craziness where I felt I was trying to run people through an assembly line to say hi and get a picture so I got to spend more time with them so it was it was honestly more fun and and for me it was and also the range day normally range day the last three range days, aside from last year, it was always cold out there, and it was wonderful. It was beautiful. Again, it wasn't as cluttered with as much people. Distributors don't like that. The gun makers and manufacturers don't like that. But as, a, as somebody that meets with the – that's really my job is to meet with people. Um, it was nice because it, it, it just made it more you know, – interpersonal, I don't want to keep using the same word. But my thesaurus in my head is not working. But it, it just was – it, it made it more fun, more yeah. enjoyable for me. And I got to shoot more guns because I didn't have to talk as much and meet as many people, do as many interviews. So I got to shoot more at the range day. So, uh, and now, you know, two days, I'm, I'm out of here going back home. But it, it was. But, you know, yeah, there was, and, and you could tell the difference in the, in the number of people here. But I honestly, I, I liked it more. I liked it better. And, and everybody, of course, is always very nice yeah. in the 2A community. You know, for somebody that spent a lot of time, you know, dang near half of my life in the 2A community, uh, it gets a bad rap. People are just, they're, they're not crazy. I, I got to go shoot my six gun in the air. They're just nice, good people that are very respectful. Still a lot of sirs and ma'ams, which I, I like and uh, and I think is, 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 is needed more in the world. And still, there's still chivalry going on here. To me, it just reminds me of, how America really, really is, and, and honestly, I wish we'd get back to a lot of that. So, yeah, I, I, I had fun as, as much as I could, and I did. It was, but um, I'm ready to get home. I'm tired. Yeah, no, I get it. So, for the people who don't, um, who don't know, who haven't been here basically before the actual convention, there's Range Day, and Phil from Photonist Defense was able to get me into here. I've done Range Day before, and it's an awesome experience to be able to, like, shoot these guns out in the desert. Um, I didn't get to do it this year just because I didn't have the connection to make it happen. But for you, like, it sounds like it was fun. But the one thing I always hear from uh, gun guys, like, when I went, and he might not necessarily be a gun guy, but he's well-versed on guns, is when I went with Jack Murphy to Range Day, it's less exciting to him because, for me, I'm like, oh, there's all these guns that I've never shot before. This is really cool because it's not my world. And Jack is a little bit more cynical and will go like, 
yeah, I've seen all this before. There's nothing that new. There's nothing that innovative. I'm wondering if you feel that same way. I don't. Honestly, Jack, I got to disagree with you there, Ranger. I don't. I don't see. I think it's very innovative. I think coming from a uh, just a black rifle setup to all these new new guns with the new suppressors you can put on there, the new barrels, how they make them, and how they're some of them are are steel, and then some of them are carbon fiber, and and getting them lighter, getting things smaller, getting things smaller bullets that that travel faster or that are able to be used in, in different types of weapons, whether it's suppressed or not. I mean, that, people understand that there's a lot of intricacies to, to, to the firearms industry and, and just, you know, not just thinking that you can put any bullet in a gun and it's going to work. It doesn't work that way. I'll, I'll give you an example. You can put the grainage on a bullet. Um, if it's above, you know, 190 grade and above, it, it's probably not going to work very well on a weapon that's not suppressed because that's what it's made for. Where if you go to lower, lower grainage, you go to supersonic or what is called subsonic is the higher grainage, supersonic, which is 115 to 115 and up up into the 120s. You know, that's only going to work on certain weapons. And thing is now is that the gun community, especially maximum defense, saw that. So if you do happen to mix up bullets, it will still run through the same gun. That's a big deal. I mean, it really is because. Because you could really mess up a gun, or even, or, or God forbid, you you are on an op and you just happen to get the wrong bullets put in, all of a sudden you're having malfunctions. Yeah, you know, that was a huge deal. So making it honestly more user friendly. Yeah. And that also, what that allows, so it brings more people in the gun community, um, because it, it makes it less intimidating. It, it really, I think people think think that the gun community is just intimidating. It's so hard to learn, and and making things more user friendly brings new people in, which is what I like to see. But yeah, yeah, I, I have to disagree with Jack because you know, just even, even looking at the braces, the the, the butt stocks it out, the PDW braces, and how they make the springs so there's less recoil, and how they're using different buffer systems, and and even, um, even you know, even the pistol grips, having ones that are collapsible and ones that are not for different situations. I, I think there's a lot of creativity, just like in the IT world, it's always changing. There's always you know, you come out with a program and all of a sudden. Damn it! That program's out of touch. We yeah. got to go. It's the same thing in the gun world now, because there's so many people coming into it, and a lot of people that are computer savvy are coming over and being designers in the gun world and bringing yeah. their thoughts of what guns should look like. And that's why you, you get so many guns that just don't look like the plain black rifle anymore. I, I, you know, some of them look like space guns. Yeah. People are having fun and yeah. designing yeah. things that, that it's fun. Make yeah. it fun, not just here's your Colt, man. Go yeah. shoot your M16. It's Man, that thing looks cool. Look how they seracoded it. Or even, you know, I had, and, you know, a lot of people like me or not, you know, I did that zombie apocalypse COVID gun that looked like a yeah. creamsicle. Well, I mean, that's fun. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm probably offended a few people, but yeah, I, that's, I'm going to do that from time to time. But it's me, and that's just how I am. And you guys, listeners that know me, Ian knows me, I make light of situations, even if they're serious, because I, I do want still people to, never think it's the end of the world even though i'm using a gun that's saying hey, it's the end of the world i'm making yeah. fun i'm mocking it sure. but i also make a gun that look man it looks like a creamsicle that's <laughs> cool here you go and and that is the beauty of the gun industry but the, the inner workings and the guts that are in the gun that are ever changing too single stage trigger compared to a two-stage trigger flat triggers compared to a to a half moon tri- yeah there's so many things out there that are always changing that um you really have to stay on top of it and unless you're immersed in the gun community and you're not standing out like standing away from it um you're not seeing the changes quickly which i am i'm always seeing them but you will eventually see them and i I think jack would if he if he'd gotten the gun community more more so he would see some of those things but 
you know, and that's just, but that's his opinion. I respect Jack. You know, yeah, Jack. I'm just giving an example because I don't think he's the only person who feels that way. Who's like, who who might be an operator who goes here and isn't as impressed. But I think the point is, from what you're saying. When we had John Bartolo on the yeah. show, right, and he was kind of mocking, oh, yeah. we moved this thing a quarter inch. It's not all that is it's what you're saying. It's 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 guys' ideas coming in where they can make something that it's it's fun now. Yeah. And also, you're getting a lot of guys that have served in the G, you know, global war on terror. Yeah. A lot of guys that have shot and utilized weapon systems and know what works in real time and know what doesn't. And they're coming in the gun industry and giving their two cents in, and so that's why things are moving around a bit. Not just with Bartolo, and that's yeah. funny what Bartolo is saying. He's spot on with it. But making massive corrections so there's less malfunctions on the inner workings of the gun. Yeah. You know, instead of having you know, piston-fired weapons, you know, 10 years ago, piston-driven weapons, one company did it. And now it's like a big, it's huge in the industry uh, because you're going to have less malfunctions. Yeah. But who would know that if you weren't in the gun community and... Who would know that if I wasn't telling you that? Yeah. But, but that came from guys coming back from downrange saying, these gas-fired weapons aren't working, and if they get dirty, they don't work, work at all. We need to figure out a different way to do this. HK was the first one to figure it out, but then people have also improved on that, improved on that. And that's where you get a lot of the interchanges that make guns better, not just moving the moving the, moving the uh, mag release, you know, like John are talking about, yeah. an inch and calling it new. Like actually making guns more reliable, um, because you you don't believe me. You don't want a gun to have a misfire or go wrong when you real really need it the most. And Murphy's law, Murphy's always there, wanting to do that to you. And a, and a lot of these guys coming back also. A lot of these companies are getting government contracts and are seeing weapons go down range, and they don't want their buddies getting inferior materials. Um, but that's on the mill side. But on the on the open side of civilians. Really is, and that's one of my my things. I like to, is just to have fun. Let's yeah. let's have fun with these guns and enjoy it, and, and make them make them ugly as hell or make them beautiful, but make them different, even in the colors and the Cerakote and the designs. So you have something that's that's special. That's that's not just one of those everybody's got kind of guns. Like twenty, like the Tunnels Toolboxes, we make twenty of those. That's all we ever make. Man, I got a gun that really there's it's 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 selective. It's it's something that nobody's gonna have. And I'm sorry, it's ugly, guys. That's just me. But it's something that's different. And it yeah. stands out. So yeah, I I I I I think it's always changing, and you got to stay up on it. And I always will, for the most part. I will always will as much as possible. But um, I'm getting some new guns sent to me to try out and see how they work with new scopes and 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 or new optics. Sorry, guys, scopes. I know trolls out there. You can hit me up on Twitter. Of me calling it a scope later. You mean Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. You've been done with Twitter. Well, they can hit me up on Twitter. I just can't get back to them yeah. on Twitter. But um, the industry itself is ever changing, and I love seeing, I love seeing guys come back with new ideas. But I also love seeing people that have never been in the community, and, and that work in more so in the IT community or design community, coming in and putting their stamp on guns because they have they have a different vision totally than some guy like me that used it because they're thinking way outside the box yeah. based off their experiences and that's why we get some guns yeah they look like space guns well, that's all right it's fun let's, yeah. let's make them look like space guns yeah. and I, I love it i love no, seeing their print there that's cool man so yeah with that uh we have two more days of shot show i'm gonna take you basically virtually through it we're gonna go to different booths friends of the show sponsors of the show and also some different superstars who are on the floor so uh stay tuned and that's gonna be right here on this episode 
I am here with a guy, actually one of the few people who's been on Battleline Podcast twice, Jason Piccolo, once with just me, once with uh, Chris. And yeah, dude, it's great to uh, finally meet you in person. We've been meaning to do it a while. Yeah, and I've been talking a lot about podcasting with phones lately, man. So here we go. We're podcasting in person at SHOT Show. It's great meeting up with you, brother. Have you been doing the same, like just getting like quick interviews here or anything? I, I figured it might as well. Yeah, you should. Why not? I haven't done it this time. I didn't bring any gear with me. But this really... is not gear. You see what I have. I, I just know, sell... I But know. it actually sounds pretty decent. It does. It does. And that's the thing is I just really didn't think about it. I'm here more just kind of linking up with people like you and, and everybody else within our network and just talking smack with everybody, man. So you know what I've been laughing about, actually, before I got here? I remember the first time I had you on. You were This was last year. You're saying, it's going to happen. We're going to have a shot show in 2021. And something happened, but it wasn't this. No. And the thing was, I had the shot show guys on. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Then, boom, they pulled the plug. You were convinced, though. I was, I was. not. I was like, I don't think we're going to see it happen. Yeah. Things kind of turned for a little screwy. But this year, I was kind of waiting until the last minute and all of a sudden wait for them to cancel it. But, hey, they went on. And I don't really see a huge difference between no. the last time we were here and this time. Yeah, I was wondering the same because this is like a weird time in that I even just saw I got on like Facebook this morning and I saw, you know, I'm a music guy, like Static X was supposed to tour with Fear Factory. They're moving that to 2023. I think you're going to see a lot of that. So the fact that this is going off without a hitch, look, they're, they're, COVID is going around. It's just one of those things people are going to have to deal with. At least that's the way I see it right now. And I'm really looking forward to in-person shows again, man. This virtual stuff is kind of uh, for the birds. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to doing more in-person podcasts. I'm sure you guys are as well. Yeah, it's weird because we're remote, you know, yeah. but I, I I, think in-person is the best. I really do. I like being face-to-face with people on some level as an old-school radio guy. This whole, like, looking at a screen and them looking at a screen. It's, just, it's not my thing. We make it work, but I, this is what I like. Yeah, I think podcasting is going to be big in 2022. I think a lot more people are going to get into this game. I've talked to four or five people this week that are like, i got to start my own podcast. i got to start my own podcast, especially in the industry. So it's pretty cool, man. But as you said, and I, I love that post, don't make it your personal diary. Have have some subject matter that's going to appeal to a broad audience. Yeah, no, no inside jokes with guests and hosts and stuff like that because people don't know you and until they know you. I mean, Joe Rogan, he can get away with it all day long, but you're not Joe Rogan. Yeah. So just start off slow. Get a good tempo and get some good conversations going. Yeah, I think as the show grows with you, some of that comes, like, the audience is in on these inside jokes if they start on the show. That's one thing, you know, and and as a listener of those shows, yeah, you're there for the origin of some of these stories. But I've listened to those shows where it's, I have no idea what they're talking about and I'm going to tune out. Yeah, besides that, and then your audio... Make sure you're close to your mic. Yeah. And, you know, if you have three or four co-hosts and you're all talking over each other, it's it's going to be a big, big issue when you're not going to grow audience that way. You're not going to market yourself. So in terms of everything we've seen here, and for those who don't know, like this is just several floors of it's massive. This is a massive show. When I brought Dylan here, who does some ads for us, he, he thought this was going to be about a third of the size that it was. What have you seen that's really impressed you as a law enforcement officer, as a guy who's worked on the border? Anything that you've seen that you've said, this is a game changer? I haven't seen any game changer stuff, but I still have a day and a half to look. But there is so much more here, I think, than I expected. I really thought it was going to be about half the size. But it seems I, there's not really a huge difference compared to when I came here in 2020. Yeah. 
I agree. Well, great catching up with you. We're going to do it. We'll do a third interview at some point. Hopefully, I'll come on yours. The hard part is getting Chris's schedule to accommodate. But it's awesome finally meeting in person. We're both, like, East Coast guys, so... Yeah, you're coming on a show. It doesn't, we don't need Chris. You can come on a show too, <laughs> brother. Anytime, dude. Anytime, man. You're always welcome. <laughs> Thanks, man. So I'm here with a guy that you've heard on the podcast many th- Actually, not many times before, but we've talked about many times been on the podcast. Phil Otto from Photonist Defense, former CIA. What would, actually, I don't have it in front of me. You usually have like a little prep sheet. What, what would you give people as like the cliff notes of what you've done? Well, that's tough, man. Uh, former Marine uh, CAA contractor and now doing night vision sales for Photonis. So, first of all, I have to thank Phil because Phil is the reason that I was able to come here and experience SHOT Show this year. And I just wanted to ask you, what has the reception been like for people checking out this night vision for the first time? Because just talking to people on the floor myself, one of the big things they've been saying is night vision in the past five years or so has completely changed. So our systems uh, have been received pretty well. Um, We have had them since late 2020, but due to COVID and SHOT Show uh, cancellation, you know, this is really the first time at a national level that people have been able to come and check out the PD Pro systems and kind of see what we've been able to do, taking advantage of 16 millimeter imaging tube technology to reduce form factor and still maintain a performance and one thing i could say checking out this booth you guys are kind of like the anti of these booths where it's the gun bunnies and models and stuff everyone i talk to here has experience overseas downrange like there's seals who work for the company there's grs guys there's a ton of people who just are here and represent the brand yeah, no, we don't want to employ fluffers out on the floor and uh, just kind of bait people in with a pretty face. You know, we want to be able to have somebody that can engage the customer with uh, real-world experience with night vision that, to be honest, is unmatched. You know, nobody can come here and kind of talk circles around these guys, and uh, they can kind of lend their uh, experiences with our night vision systems compared to what the military uh, has to offer at the highest levels. And what do you think of the vibe of SHOT Show this year? It's, uh, as people were saying, slightly smaller, but it's still a pretty big crowd here. You know, we've had uh, pretty good foot traffic and a lot of good contacts with a lot of good folks. Um, it is down, the attendance, they, they said around 30%, and that's probably accurate. But at least for us in our, our position where we're at within SHOT Show, um, we, we've seen pretty good traffic, well worth the effort and uh, the investment. And then the last thing I'm wondering, for people who are in the market for night vision, there's a lot of options now. What is like the bullet points of what you would say Photonis is doing different and why people should go with you over any competition out there? Well, as far as complete systems with our PD Pro line, um, our form factors reduced, performance is enhanced, and the price points are competitive. Uh, the durability is basically unmatched. You know, most of the competition is going to be a polymer or plastic housing where we go aircraft grade aluminum and we do not have to suffer on the weight side by, by any means. Uh, as far as imaging tubes go, we've got a, a lot of good dealers that build systems with our image tubes and the value you get, for example, with our echo tubes. Uh, I feel is unmatched within the industry as well. Yeah, and and I could say, 
just being at the booth itself. As I said earlier, a couple of SEALs here, guys who have been downrange, and all of them speak so highly of the brand. Like, that's why they're here. That's why they work for the company. Right. You know, the, the device performance and, and image tube uh, performance and value is one thing. But the other thing is, you know, we, we take care of our people and our customers. And, and guys like that, won't, they're not going to associate with folks that... Uh, do business badly and do not offer uh, the best customer service, you know, within their capabilities. So, you know, that's the other end of how we earn and keep uh, distributors is they've got product to sell where they can't necessarily say that for the competition. Well, I'm super appreciative being here. Really appreciate you taking the time. You've been in high demand here for real. Like every time I'm at the booth, Bill is at another meeting. So I know the company is doing big things. And, uh, yeah, this has been great. Thanks for, for uh, making me be a part of this, really. You're the reason I was able to get, get in here and, and be here in yep. Vegas and have a blast. No problem. Uh, we appreciate you coming by. And I would say, yeah, night vision, uh, we've got some things on the horizon coming that I, I think is definitely going to revolutionize night vision um, in, in just about every area. So I just, for folks, uh, yeah, stay tuned over the next you know, year, two years, I, I think people are going to be surprised. Hell yeah. And uh, once again, I usually have like the notes in front of me with everything. So I want to make sure you get it right. Photonistdefense.com, right? Yes. So photonistdefense.com or any dealer near you who does night vision, check them out. We hope that you guys are enjoying this episode thus far. We've got a lot more to get to. Chris Cal from Five Finger Death Punch, Army Ranger Hall of Famer, Mad Max Moen. But before we do, brand new sponsor on board with Battlewine Podcast, Darn Tough Vermont makes the best socks on the market. Tired of slipping, smell, blisters, binding, and holes? You get none of that with Darn Tough Vermont socks. They're made with the softest, itchless merino wool, which are unconditionally guaranteed for life. For real. Family-owned and knit in the USA, Darn Tough fits for every interest, hiking, skiing, snowboarding, work, athletic, running, hunting, and plain everyday use. Now check this out. Darn Tough had a presence over at SHOT Show, so I got to meet up with them in person, got to talk with one of their guys over there, Tory Bridges, which we're going to get right to, but visit darntough.com to get your pair today. Once again, that's darntough.com. I am here with Tori Bridges from Darn Tough out of Vermont, Darn Tough Socks, which is sponsoring some future shows of the podcast and is sponsored in the wilds, um, which I do. But I love the product. I love what you guys do. And I just figured you'd expand a little bit upon, you know, Darn Tough and the brand. Absolutely. So Darn Tough, it was started back in 2004. It's currently still family owned and operated out of Northfield, Vermont. Our biggest thing that we are really passionate about is 100% of our manufacturing is still done here in the U.S. In Vermont. In Vermont. And uh, we're happy to say that all of our socks that come off the production line, they are guaranteed for life. So it doesn't matter if you've worn our socks for six months, six years. If you put a hole in them, we will replace them. Very, very simple process. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, The thing I've noticed is like, 
So outside of all the podcasting stuff, I'm a certified personal trainer, and all my socks end up getting holes in them. All of them end up getting ripped, and it's it's not just because you guys are working with us. Like it's genuinely a product that I stand behind, and I'll tell people like you got to check this stuff out. Yeah, we're uh, we're really expanding. We're always trying to get into different categories. So a lot of folks that they haven't heard from us or they know us from our hiking socks, our running socks. We're starting to hear more stories of people that are using them for things like ultra marathons or training. Um, it's been a it's a been a great success within all these different stories and with um, different products. Just based off of we make something for boots, we make something for athletic shoes. We try and hit every base that we possibly can. Awesome. So, what do you think of Shot Show 2022 thus far? Is this your first Shot Show? Have you done several Shot Shows? Uh, for me personally, I've been to several Shot Shows, but we're really excited to be back out out here after um, not having the show last year. Really exciting to start th- uh, to see things coming back into a little bit of a norm for us. We've had a lot of expansion. The demand through COVID has been absolutely insane. We're very, very excited to announce that we've opened a second knitting facility in Vermont. So we're still keeping it local up in the New England area. Um, just we we thanks for it's great to see all the support. I mean, the amount of people that walk by and show us their socks as they're walking by and giving us a thumbs up. I mean, it's very humbling, but we're we're excited to be here. Yeah, I'm from the Northeast. I'm actually thinking of hiking Burlington, Vermont in the next few months. So yeah, it'll be cool to get some like back. You know, my dad went to college in Vermont. So a little bit of history there. And also just like the origin of the brand being there makes sense because like you're going to need great socks for that tough weather. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the being in Vermont, it's huge for us. I mean, we've got... Do you live in Vermont? or I do not personally. Okay. Um, I actually handle sales out here um, in the Southwest, but it's it's wild to go back and actually be able to walk the production floor and seeing the socks being knit and really the amount of hands that every single pair goes through. I mean, they're manually put by hand in every single package, the inspection, everything that goes behind it. it it's a pretty amazing production to see and you know, definitely recommend if you get a chance, look us up. You can see some videos of the socks actually being made, and you can see the production lines. Check them out, guys. Darn Tough Vermont. Tori, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Ian. And, of course, if you've been with this show since the very beginning or since the early days of uh, late 2019, time is flying by, then you know that there is no greater friend to this show than Fort Scott Munitions. Fort Scott is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states. Just go to their website Link is right there in the description, fortscottmunitions.com, and click on the dealer locator. You'll find a store right by you. Now, if you go to the website as well, use our exclusive promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order, only available to listeners of the BATTLELINE podcast. They have great merch, and of course, they had a presence at SHOT Show. They even did their own exclusive SHOT Show merch. They had a SHOT Show 2022 Fort Scott t-shirt, which I got to pick up. And 
a really kick-ass SHOT Show 2022 Fort Scott Munitions patch, which is now on my Oakley Tactical duffel bag. They do a great job. The thing is, this was my first time getting to meet these guys in person, and I, of course, had to catch up and learn a little more. So check it out. I am here at SHOT Show with Ryan Duvier. Anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that Fort Scott Munitions has been here since the very beginning. So I've been checking out the booth these past few days. They have an amazing presence here in terms of like just the setup, the amount of screens they have. People are crowded around just checking everything out. So what's uh, what's been your response to the reception here, Ryan? Uh, it's been cool. So this is my first year at SHOT Show. And I've been blown away. I'm really excited. Yeah, we've had people coming in the whole time. Um, we're getting a lot of feedback on how much our ammo, or how, how well it performs, how much they love it. We've had customers coming in and showing us pictures that, honestly, I hadn't even seen yet. It's, it's pretty cool stuff, so it's exciting uh, from that standpoint. Um, been And then new newcomers and seeing the stuff for the first time, they're blown away. You know, this is, this is unmatched performance that we're getting out of our ammo. So... They're used to, you know, the standard hollow points, things like that out there. And when we're, we're able to show us, uh, show them our stuff in comparison, it's, uh, yeah, they're just amazed. So it's, it's so cool to see that. I'm wondering, is it like a mix of people, how it is here? Because you'll meet former operators, you'll meet hunters. Uh, are, are you seeing more of one group than another? Um, so it kind of kind of depends on who's carrying who, or touching it and interacting with who also. But, yeah, I'm seeing... Mainly at this point, uh, dealers um, is, is mainly who I'm seeing. Definitely operators and stuff, though, too. Uh, some of them are aware of it and, and are using it. Um, but, uh, yeah, mainly dealers at this time. Yeah. And, and just from talking these past few days, I could see you're someone who's like a fan of the product. You're enthusiastic about the product. You're not someone who just works for this company and it's a paycheck. Right. So, actually, the way I met the owner is pretty funny. So, we were friends for years. I knew he worked here. I never even knew he was the owner. So, we were friends before that. And at first, when he told me about the ammo, I was like, yeah, okay. You know, I hadn't heard of it. So, I'm not someone who just jumps on something. So, I started doing my homework. And the more I looked into it, like, I became amazed. And, and so, I ended up switching over before I even knew he was the owner. And we were, we were just friends. I was like, man, yeah, you're right. So, then I ended up talking to him more. And we actually ended up partnering on some business deals outside of that and working through that. And that's actually what brought me on because yeah like you said i believed in this and and started working my way into it before i worked here i had no expectation even yeah working here i had had stuff lined out but i couldn't pass up the opportunity i just i love it yeah and just to paint the picture for the people who aren't here of course like there's tv screens surrounding us at this booth of just giving an example of what this ammo does in terms of hunting in terms of just a day at the range like what Fort Scott is capable of, and really just showing people, giving examples of why it's superior ammo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's cool to see that, yeah, and getting getting customers' feedback on that. Um, so speaking, some uh, switching gears a little bit, but so I was actually brought on to help Chris on the the range side. So I'm responsible for helping build up the range facilities and stuff like that. And he loves. I, it. I'm, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I love working with him. He's such a good guy to work with. Um, I, I respect that man so much. Yeah, you know? I mean, how can you not? It's it's an amazing story, and that same thing. Yeah. I was a friend of his before I ever worked with him, and yeah. I think I think what we all see in him is that we hope in a situation like that that we step up and have the courage like he did, you know. And and to see someone who's done that, I mean, you, you've got to respect that, you know. Yeah, I I fully agree. This has just been a, a great experience. As you said, it's your first SHOT Show. So, like, just as, as a shooter, as someone who's involved in this community, what have you enjoyed the most? Have you, have you done anything, uh, nightlife, any stuff? Like, what, what has it been like for you? 
Um, I enjoy this. So, yeah, I'm into firearms and stuff, so I love seeing the new products. I've been checking out several of them. Um, it's been it's been amazing from that standpoint. And, and honestly, it's been really exciting to build relationships because especially with uh, the training side now, we're bringing in a bunch of groups that, that very reputable guys, and it's cool to stand on a product that's so proven and, and, and of such high quality that we're able to, to earn the trust of, of uh other reputable names out there and, and we're looking to work with them and, and very excited about that so I'm, I'm loving the relationship and getting that exposure awesome man well this has been great we'll hopefully talk to you more in depth at some point because i could say just being at this booth like i could see a genuine guy and someone who loves the product loves what they do and it's kind of contagious seeing that so yeah man thank you and it's been great to meet you i really enjoyed that in person too so that's really cool it's i love the, best, the podcast man. thank so you man thank that's you, man. yeah it, Super cool experience. This is part of you know. This is part of part of the amazing side of it. So. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Same for me, man. I am here with Navy Seal Andy Stump with Gators American Eyewear. Uh, you're chilling here at the booth, and I just figured I'd catch up for a little bit. How is uh, the shot show experience for you thus far? Well, first, I'm not a Navy Seal. I was I sworn. I yeah, but I'm, I was a long time ago. So okay, it's not. On. I could say retired Navy Seal. You could say retired, but you didn't say retired, and it's True. a very important delineation. So. Shot Show's interesting. You know, it's a trade show. In broad terms, it's a trade show where the tactical industry gets to present their latest and greatest. And I've been coming for quite some time. Actually, probably more than, over, more than half of a decade. And uh, it's largely the same. The difference this year is the attendance is substantially down. And I think a lot of that has to do with COVID. Still, people trying to figure out how they can continue to do their business, but at the same time, be safe. So it's been the same as it has for most years, but uh, less of the mostly recognizable repeat customers of every year. Awesome. So, hey, to, to backtrack on my introduction, I just always think of the, like, Marines. If you say former Marine, they're like, no, once the Marine always, I just always think of that. But in terms of people that you've gotten a chance to meet, any, like, great feedback on you, the podcast, like, any interesting conversations you've had with the listeners and your audience? So one of the best things about the pandemic is the mask. So I can just walk around with total anonymity, not that I get recognized often as it is. Um, so I actually avoid those conversations often because, uh, yeah, I just kind of like to be on the off to the side. As opposed but I just to mean people would stop by the booth maybe and say, like, oh, love the interview on Rogue and that type of stuff. That happens from time to time. I mean, you'll meet people throughout your daily course of life. It's always it's nice to hear that feedback. Um, and it's cool. The one thing about podcasting is, and it's not, not unique to that medium, but you hit publish, and you don't actually really know where it goes or who's actually going to download it or the impact that it may have or may not have. So when you can see people and they come up to you and they you know, tell you a story about how it impacted something in their life, it's very cool. Because literally, other than that, you hit this publish button, and you're like, nah, hope that went well. I agree, and you've been doing it a while. Yeah. So, And, and also, uh, how did the uh, connection with Gators start? And, and just talk a little bit about the brand. The connection with Gators started very organically. So I have been in love with skydiving ever since the first time I jumped out of an airplane. And the full-face helmets were they, the technology has gotten much better now, and now that's what I wear. But before that, your sunglasses were exposed. And I kept having sunglasses literally fly off my face as I would exit an aircraft. There's ways to solve that called croquis, and by all means, do that if you want to. I never enjoyed it. Um, and a buddy of mine way back in like two, late 2003, early 2004 was wearing a pair at a jump trip, and he let me borrow them for a jump, and I was on the internet that night and was a retail customer for an embarrassingly long amount of time and at a quantity that probably turned the lights on or off for a few months. 
And it very organically, I moved back to San Diego, met some people associated with the brand, continued doing skydiving, and it became eventually a business relationship eight or nine years ago. But, I mean, shit, I was supporting them from just a retail perspective for seven, eight years before that. I just really like it. Sunglasses are interesting. It's If you buy, I would never buy a pair of sunglasses on the internet that I had never been able to see firsthand or feel because what I love about them is they're totally malleable to your face and they do have the ballistic protection if you're into that but they're just super lightweight and they're damn near indestructible and the replacement uh, policy that the company have is great too like I've just completely scuffed lenses multiple times send them back in reverse them it's they're a great brand to work with awesome yeah I've had gators before too so I'm not going to take up all your time. Any last thing you want to plug here of uh, of yourself, your podcast, before we uh, wrap up this short interview? And hopefully have you on for a long interview, man. I'd love to okay. do it. Uh, I'm not much for plugs. You know, I would rather just say, hey, I mean, if, if anything, go check out Gators if you're in the sunglass market. They are expensive, but oftentimes in life you get what you pay for. So and check out your podcast. If you want to <laughs> or don't. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I'm not big on plugs. Cool. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So I'm here at SHOT Show with Chris Kale, Five Finger Death Punch, yes, and uh, yeah, it's awesome to actually meet you. Huge crowd of like people seeing you, so I appreciate you taking like two minutes. Of course, man, for sure. Yeah, EMP Shield brought me out here, working with these guys here, giving a guitar away and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, so, no, I see that. Yeah, this is like our target audience, you know. We've got a ton of military fans, ton of law enforcement, a lot of gun uh, enthusiasts, really love Death Punch, so... What better place to come out here and shake some hands and uh, and kiss some babies, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. You guys have never shied away from like who you are and what your message is. What message is, whether it's the songs or coming to events like this, which a lot of bands are probably not going to do. Right. No, we are very open about who we are. You know, I think that authenticity is what uh, makes us be able to connect with the fans the way that we've been able to. Uh, well, Ivan, he's a dude that wears his emotions on his sleeves, uh, able to convey what he's going through, and it's the same stuff that everybody else out in the world is going through. He's just got a, a big stage and a big mic and a big voice <laughs> so as i said i know a lot of people want to meet chris i'm not gonna take up all of chris's time but the last thing i'll ask you is just what has the reception been here and uh what has it been like meeting fans of the band and and, and 2a people it has been great out here uh like i said it's it's this whole event is tailor-made for fans of death punch fans of guns fans of emp shield out here uh we get to come out and shake hands all day long and i'm absolutely loving it man it, it, it's nice to have a job where you walk in the door and everybody's happy to see you. Yeah, and I, I was happy to see you. So I, yesterday you were mobbed, so I was like, I'm going to come back tomorrow, and, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Sure. It'd be great to get you on maybe for a more in-depth interview in the yeah, future. I'd be so. happy to do it anytime. We'll make it happen. Awesome. <laughs> I am here at Medieval Industries booth with Jason Collender from Medieval Industries, and I'm checking out everything, the WMT, the Weapon Mountain Tourniquet, and yeah, it's the first time like meeting you guys in person, but I know everything about the company from doing the reads and everything <laughs> right. so just great to meet you no finally just a wonderful chance to actually meet you and uh, you know been following you guys everything that, that Chris does as well you know seeing how Altano has actually really enjoyed not only from the, the, the VFG the vertical forward grip that he runs also where he started into with the Overwatch commander as well um, but the biggest thing behind Medieval Industries one of the reasons why I not only became friends with Steve and Caroline but it's just literally their passion and belief in the product that the shooter should not have to conform to the weapon system the weapon system to in turn 
turn conform to the shooter. So inherently, all shooters have some form of natural cant that is usually sacrificed when you get on gun uh, with all of their accessories. Actually, it is accepted, and which what allows us through that exception of natural cant is it actually makes you stronger on platform. It begins to align tendon and bone instead of just engaging bicep. You're actually doing tendon and bone, which makes you stronger on platform. So fatigue's not the issue, which also helps out with the accuracy. And at the end of the day, finishing what it is that you need to get done. Um, being a, basically under Steve's mentorship for quite a while and learning in the industry, uh, being here at SHOT Show 2022, seeing the amount of people that are just ready to get out and interact with individuals. It's a good um, feeling. It yeah. is a really good feeling to see. People are just so... just in a good mood, happy to be out, want to hear what's going on, want to see what's going on, uh, and just be grateful to be around. Um, also, my wife and I, Lindsay, we were able to take the, the chance to step out, and we actually create our own company called Retin One, and uh, I created and designed, it's a weapon-mounted tourniquet, so it's an aluminum grade bracket that actually connects to the forehand of the rifle, uh, so even with the North American Rescue Tourniquet uh, inside of it, with the Velcro strap, everything total is only four ounces. Wow, yeah, this so, is super, super light. So just putting that in his hand so he understands and knows what's going on. So yeah. it's aircraft grade, is T3 2024 aluminum, so literally it's a heat dispersing style metal. Um, so we have no issues with gas tube. A lot of guys have said, well, won't the tourniquet melt, so on and so forth. We've already done all of our battle testing on that. Five minutes at over 220 degrees, no issues That's at awesome. all. Uh, the fact of the matter is everything also that we make is a 100% made in America. Actually, we're actually out of Alaska. And this uh, audience appreciates it. Uh, very much so, 100%. I absolutely refuse to outsource anything. I won't do it. Um, so that being said, it's just being able to be here with the, with the venue, be able to interact with people and stuff. It's literally, it's, it's not getting back to what would be the norm. To me, this is, I won't even call it the new norm. I would call this as what, this is the new standard. People want to be out. They want to do things. They want to see innovation. Uh, colors doesn't really matter to people anymore. Uh, what I'm seeing now is what actually benefits me most as a shooter, uh, whatever that may be in whatever capacity it may be. Um, they want to see the innovation. They want to have things that can customize to them and it doesn't have to break their bank. Yeah. Um, so, but having that come out, they'll, one of the things I'm actually seeing that I absolutely love is I'm seeing almost as many ladies as I am on the men's side of the house now, That's which true, I yeah. love. And I'm seeing the curiosity factor come out of, well, actually I'm shooting or I own a firearm store or I own. And I absolutely love that as well because they've got, they've got the questions. They've also got those innovative little, you know, nuances to them that they want to bring forward. Um, but above all things, I just I, I advocate one of the biggest things is not only with the medieval industries and with their accessories or with Retin One is the importance of to get out and train. The reality is, is once you become a new firearms owner, that's awesome and great, but I guarantee you're not going to learn that much off of YouTube or playing video games. I would rather see you go out and actually take a training course. Get your safety level ramped up. Get your confidence in your firearm backing behind you. Um, like I said, with us, with Retin One, with a tourniquet, all guys can do dry fire practice at home with their weapons. How many people actually do dry practice with a tourniquet at home? Not many. I advocate to all people out there, check with your local police departments or your state law enforcement agencies to see if they offer a TEMS course to the public, which is a tactical emergency medical services course. Usually they have seats available for free and they want you to go in and get that training. So we promote all training, especially when it comes to life-saving using tourniquets. It's what we're after. I can see one thing that like sets this booth apart is honestly having you out here to really explain everything and demonstrate everything. You're not just behind the booth, you're interacting with people. Like what has the response been so far? Has anybody seen anything and been really blown away and said to you like, when I get home, I'm buying this? Because for those who don't know, you can't really buy anything here, but you could check it all out and go home, go to medieval industries and, and buy it online. Yep, so so far one of the biggest things that we've seen is, and because this is not you know an actual money exchanging style 
relevant. The reality is it's about change, exchanging content with each other or exchanging information and creating that, basically kind of like that relationship. So myself being, they, they cut me loose when I come here and I'm able to kind of just be me and do my thing, answer questions, but then also just to, you know, solidify to these individuals, hey, if you want this platform, this is where you can get it, but also get out and train. On top of that, what, we're, what I'm seeing is a lot of people are blown away by the adaptability of all the medieval industries accessories that they have and just how they can customize to the shooter doesn't matter if you're tall doesn't matter if you're short doesn't matter also too if you may have potential limitations so in both companies that i'm talking about here represented one thing that's near and dear to us is disabled veterans because we can customize the platforms to disabled veterans that can get them out on the range for lead therapy as they call it which helps keep them around with us longer that's huge to us Uh, on top of that I've gotten a lot of wonderful feedback from people, uh, like them looking at the weapon-mounted tourniquet and telling me, I actually like the simplicity of it. Uh, I like that it's got rounded edges, nothing to get hung up or caught on anything, and it deploys so easily. Then they get over, they look on the medieval side of it, and then they turn around and go, wow, the grip can customize to how I want it to be. I'm more comfortable in a rifle now than I've ever been before. That kind of stuff solidifies to me that not only the, the products are are top-notch in what they're supposed to be, but that it's actually meeting the needs of the consumer. So it's not so much about mass production and, oh, you just get this and maybe next year we'll come out with new colors. It's more about customization, that personalization that happens with the customer itself. And that way, if they ever run into issues, problems, or if they come up with something really cool, they reach back out to us and share that information with us. That's huge. So, Perfect, so far, man. it's been wonderful overall. Yeah, you could tell. So where could people check you out? I'm, I'm going to let you get back to these uh, people who want Absolutely. to uh, so, learn about the product. So Medieval.com, Medieval Industries, they are all. you'll be able to go online, go to their website, check out all of their accessories. If you've got questions, shoot those guys an email or a phone call. Anything that they can't answer, they'll turn around and redirect my way, uh, and I'll be able to go. If i got to do research to get you the answer that you need, I'll do so. And then, of course, Retin1.com, that's my company with a weapon-mounted tourniquet. Um, the biggest thing is, is we don't say that it is the best way to carry a tourniquet. It is a way to carry a tourniquet, and we believe that everyone should have at least a tourniquet on their person at all points in times. because when you need one, you need it bad. I think I'm remembering from these reads, isn't it? I think it's mid-evil.com, right? Or is so it mid-evil? It, no, it is a mid-evil.com. You're correct. I okay. just always throw out these because I'm always doing the standard pitch on it. I'm, just I'm thinking, I'm just like, I, it's muscle memory or whatever it would be for your, <laughs> for your mouth. It's verbal memory because I've just, I've said it so many times. So yeah, mid-evil.com, Jason Collender. Check him out. Check out Medieval, and this has been a blast. I am here with Howard Mad Max Mullen, the man who was episode 100 of our podcast we had to do, Army Ranger Hall of Famer, and it's great. Uh, this isn't the first time because I met you two days ago. This is great finally meeting you here at SHOT Show. Oh, it's a good time seeing you too. You know, seeing you and Chris, and what a fabulous show, you know, fabulous show. I had an opportunity to see Rangers I haven't seen in years, a lot of new product out here. It's not as crowded as before, but it's even better because you have an opportunity to go to you know other places, make contact and things. But having a great time out here. Yeah, you invited me to that party, I, and Chris says I was going to go in the intro, and I ended up not making it. But how was it seeing probably Ranger buddies you haven't yeah. seen in how many years? Well, it's called the Black and Tan. It's an annual event. This is the seventh annual Black and Tan. I had opportunity to see Rangers that um, I jumped in a grenade with. I haven't seen in almost over 20, 30 years. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And um, it was two Rangers I saw, well, Dell, Dell Sizemore, and also Kirk Carruth, and they were, you know, Somali veterans. Yes, we yeah. linked up, yeah, we and I haven't seen on. those guys in a minute, and uh, it was absolutely great rekindling those uh, friendships. I have a feeling you're in better shape than some of those guys you haven't seen in 25 years, because you look like time has not, you know, gone by. Yeah, fitness, uh, fitness is a very important part of my life, you know, and um, I quit a lot of bad habits when I was young, right? And I tell 
Now, fitness, it's a lifestyle. It's not about looking good, it's a lifestyle. And a lot of the things you look at our, our society now, you go to any Walmart, it's obese. And I, I grew up in the 60s and 70s. You never saw anything like this. You know, you never saw anything like this. And, uh, you know, the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. So you, a lot of these, these training techniques you see, that's done before. But I'm a firm believer in fitness. A, that's a, that's a, that is the fountain of youth, is fitness. I, I agree. But I have to ask, have you gotten any workouts in since you've been here? Because I haven't really. Uh, no, uh, I would do push-ups and things like that, Isoton- uh, isotonics. Right, uh, that's old school stuff. Helps keep your muscles toned. But I tell you, I can't wait to get back to the gym to crush it. Yeah, I mean, there's gyms here, but it's just hard to find the time. You're here to network, and it's, yeah. it's kind of a week off. And you probably will crush it. You'll have the, that week away, and oh, yeah. you'll be excited to get back in. So you know, the thing about it is, it's all mental. You know, people say if I'm not in a gym, you know, I'll lose it. But it's a benefit because your body have a chance to recover. You know those tendons, little joints, and you know stiffness and things. So you come back even stronger. You know, and you get the even better gains after that. I agree. Even people, you know, recovered from COVID, they'll come yeah. back and they'll be stronger than before. So the, the last thing I got to ask, and I don't want to take all your time, is just: is there anything you've seen these past few days at Shock Show or at Range Day that you said like, "Wow, this is a game changer. This is awesome. This is something I'm going to use." Yes, um, there's an electric bike, right? Um, uh, there's an electric bike that have around a 200 meter range, right? By Red Legion Defense, this thing is like it's just silent. And I had an opportunity to ride it and test it out. Uh, you can roll up on somebody; won't even know you're coming. It's wow. quick. It's, it's spooky. But that's one of the things that really excited me. You know. Plus, I'm a brand ambassador for Solomon Shoes, and uh, they got some really nice footgear uh, coming out. So if, you should check it out. I got to see that MRAP vehicle that we took yeah, the picture MRAP, in yeah, front of. Yeah. Um, I had an opportunity to be in two episodes of SWAT. You know, they got uh, Black Betty. I think this is the son of Black Betty, that black uh, uh, up-armored vehicle by the Las Vegas Police Department. That was cool to see, definitely. Well, I I really appreciate you taking the time, man. And sometimes you meet people in person. And, and, you know, you don't know after you have them on the podcast. But, like, meeting you in person, I can tell you Max Mullen is a solid guy and and as down-to-earth as it gets. So, Especially a guy who's done as much as you. Well, yeah, I'm humble. Thank you for the kind, you know, kind words and things. Uh, But I I want to inspire, motivate, and uh, that's my main mission in life now. Inspire and motivate and bring the best out of people. Excellent. Thanks again. Sure thing, this, my brother. Yeah, I, I really appreciate and it. This message we'll put is this on. Mad Max Mullen approved. <laughs> That'll probably, yeah, I think we got that in there. Cool. And that does it for this shot show edition of Battleline Podcast. Just about an hour long on the dot. A lot of stuff to get into there and a lot of stuff for you to check out, even if you didn't get the chance to go. It is, and I've seen people comment on this, it is an industry exclusive event. But a lot of people in the community find their way there. Uh, And it's just, it's a great time. If you can make it out somehow, if you know people in the firearms industry or you work in the firearms industry, hopefully we'll see you there at SHOT Show 2023. If we didn't already, as always, give us a follow on Instagram at Battleline Podcast on Twitter at Battleline Pod as you hear in the outro and leave us a review. We are slipping in the rankings because... We need some reviews, so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they say, or YouTube, Spotify. Give us a subscribe, and that way you'll get an alert every time we have a new episode every Monday. Thanks, guys. That's all for this episode of the Battleline Podcast, but we'll be back on Monday with more American Straight Talk. Until then, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Battleline Podcast and on Twitter at Battleline Pod. 
To sign up for future Battleline tactical courses, go to www.christantoperanto.net. Believe in yourself, face all challenges head on, and as always, never, never quit. quit.